Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Girly Homesteader podcast. On today's episode, I am talking about my favorites from the month of November. I feel like I say this every single month, but I am amazed that we are at the week of Thanksgiving right now. So happy Thanksgiving to all of you in the United States who listen. I know that I am super excited for November, um, or I'm sorry, (laughs) for Thanksgiving. Um, And yeah, let's get into my favorites for the month. Welcome to the Girly Homesteader Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, a part-time homesteader with a full-time love for makeup. This podcast focuses on traditional homesteading topics like gardening, chickens, beekeeping, hunting, fishing, being in harmony with nature, food preservation, cooking, etc. But it also touches on the girly side of things like non-toxic skincare, makeup, and homekeeping. So, If you're ready to learn more about homesteading and keep your girly side along the way, let's get started. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grubly Farms, the brand of chicken food and treats I use for my own flock. What's always been important to me is making sure my girls get a non-soy protein source, but Grubly Farms takes it one step further by using food waste to raise the grubs that they then turn into insect-based protein. This is way more natural for chickens than the fish-based food I used to use. Grubly Farms food is also higher in calcium than other feeds because it is made of insects, and I've definitely noticed stronger eggshells because of it. My girls go crazy for the crumbled food, and you can get $20 off your first order with a link in the show notes. Now, I don't work for Grubly Farms or anything. This is simply a referral system that you will be able to take advantage of too once you become a customer. So for every friend you refer, you'll get $20 off too. So I have to say, this November has been so weird in terms of weather. Um, So a lot of the things that I have to talk about today are things that have to do with inside homestead chores and activities. Um, Yeah, this November has been super, super weird because the beginning of the month started out really warm, like annoyingly warm, actually. My garlic sprouted and I am pissed off about it. Um, I'll talk about that more next week. But yeah, the beginning of the month started out super warm. And then the past like two weeks have been absolutely frigid, like temperatures that we normally don't deal with here until like January or February. So it's been really, really weird. Um, It has gotten me more in the mood, though, of Christmas, which is nice. But we still have Thanksgiving coming this week. Um, I, this is not one of my favorites for the month, but I do want to um, let you know of what we are making for Thanksgiving. I know that this episode is going to be releasing the day before, so it's probably a little bit late um, to, you know, make any changes. But if you happen to be on the hunt for a recipe or some sort of a dish that isn't warm, because I know that at least when in our Thanksgiving celebrations, um, 
Oven space is at a premium, and so I always try to bring things that don't have to stay warm. Also, I think it's nice to have something nice, crisp, and refreshing when you have all of the rest of the, you know, warm, heavy dishes that traditionally come with Thanksgiving. So if you need a kind of last minute impromptu um, recipe. This is a salad that I will be making that is pretty seasonal. So the main two ingredients are Honeycrisp apples and then the other one is daikon radish and so we have grown some radishes and some of the ones that my husband has grown actually as a food plot for deer they have gotten huge but they are still really really good so what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to use my mandolin to make some beautiful thin slices of the honey crisp apples and also these daikon radishes and that will become the base of the salad it'll kind of be like a slaw slash a salad kind of a deal the other ingredients that I'm going to be adding are red onions, parsley, pomegranate seeds, pumpkin seeds, and potentially some blue cheese. I know that some people don't really like blue cheese, so I might leave that as like um, a topper if you want to add it on later. But then the dressing is going to be super simple, just olive oil, apple cider vinegar, and some of the honey from our bees. So... I think it sounds delicious. I think it sounds nice and crisp and refreshing. And thankfully, it's something that you can pull together really, really quick. So that's just a shout out for Thanksgiving. Um, I have six things that I want to talk about today in terms of my favorites here on the homestead. I have two things that are related to beauty, and I'll get into those first. So the first thing that I want to talk about was given to me as a gift by one of my clients. Um, my clients and I, we talk about everything and we were talking about hair. And so I have been using Pros shampoo and conditioner for about two months now. And I have to say, I am blown away by the quality of the product. So I had heard about Pros for a while. The premise here with Pros is that is it, it is a non-toxic, clean beauty brand um, that is specifically focuses on hair. And what they do is they make custom shampoo and conditioner. So basically you take a quiz online, you get to choose your fragrance if you want a fragrance, and then they just send you your customized shampoo and conditioner. And so one of my clients, she had been using it for about a year or so, and I had noticed that her hair just looked so much better. It would look thicker and fuller. And so we were talking about it, and then one day she just gifted me my first bottle of shampoo and conditioner. And so as I said, I've been using this for about two months now, and what blows me away the most about the shampoo and conditioner is the amount that I have to use. So I have a lot of hair. My hair is fine, but I do have a decent amount of it, and it is also long. It is about bra strap length. And so I have a lot of hair and I have always had to use so much conditioner and a decent amount of shampoo. But with this pros shampoo and conditioner, at least the blend that they made for me, I have to use literally one pump of shampoo and only one pump of conditioner. And that is all my hair needs. And to me, that is absolutely amazing because I would go through conditioner so fast. And I mean, pros, it's not like it's cheap, but the quality of it 
completely makes up for the quantity because the bottles they really aren't that big and like I said they are expensive but I have barely made a dent in my bottles and it's been two months to me this is huge like absolutely huge just in the amount of product that I have to use it's the same thing that goes for beauty beauty counter products um when you invest in higher quality products, you don't have to use as much and they last you a lot longer. And that is exactly what is proving to be true with pros. Um, I am generally pretty low maintenance with my hair. I don't talk about it much just because I am hands off. I will wash and condition. I'll put some hair oil in my hair, blow dry it a little bit at the roots and then call it good. Um, and Pros has been able to work into and complement that same style of hair care that I have, um, but it has made my hair so much smoother without really weighing it down. Um, but actually, like at the very beginning, I thought that it was weighing my hair down, but that's because I was using too much conditioner. As soon as I dropped back from using two pumps of conditioner to one pump only, my hair now feels light but also smooth and not frizzy. And yes, the weather right now, because it is cold and dry, that is more conducive to less frizzy hair, so it could be tied to the weather. Um, but man, my hair is so much smoother and it feels so much shinier because of the pros, um, the pros products. They do make dry shampoo and they make hair oil and hair masks and all of those things. I haven't dabbled with those yet. I wanna use up what I have currently until I try new stuff. Um, but as of right now, I am a customer for life. <laughs> I have never been this blown away by a shampoo and conditioner. I am going to put a link to them in the show notes. It will be a referral link. So that means you will get a discount if you use that link. Um, so yeah, that's the first of the girly kind of things that I want to talk about. And then the second one is a sunscreen. <laughs> as you know, I, I am I'm super obsessed with sunscreen. And sunscreen is definitely the hardest thing to perfect in your routine. I have talked about lots and lots of sunscreens on this podcast, and I've talked about Dew Skin by Beauty Counter, which is a tinted SPF 20 tinted moisturizer. Um, I've also talked about All Good Brand Sunscreen. They have my first ever favorite sunscreen that I've ever had. They have a tinted and non-tinted version, and that is SPF 30. But the thing about that one specifically is that during wintertime, it's just not protective enough for my skin. Um, Dew Skin by Beauty Counter, it is protective, but gosh, with this freakishly cold weather that we've had, like um, dipping down into the teens overnight and like maybe high 20s during the daytime, that alone is not enough for me. Um, that I think is a great SPF tinted moisturizer for just, you know, most times of the year. But right now during winter, I need a little bit of extra help. And so one day on Instagram, I was scrolling and I saw a sunscreen that was new to me by Supergoop. I honestly don't know how long it's been out. I don't think it's a super new product, um, but it is their Cloud 9 Sun Balm. And so I have experimented with 
sunscreen sticks and sunscreen like balm type products before, but I've never found one that really felt comfortable being applied. They were almost a little bit too sticky and they didn't look really good um, on my skin after a few hours. You could just tell that they were kind of, you know, they weren't meant to be um, used on your face, I guess you can say, just because they didn't last the longest. And so I saw a video of this Cloud9 Sun Balm being applied and it just looked so creamy and so beautiful. So I ordered it and I have to tell you, this sunscreen is fantastic. Now, I do have to say though, I am not using it on its own. I am mixing it with my Dew Skin um, shade number four and that's because I just prefer to have a tinted sunscreen. Um, I just do. Now, if you wanted to try to use the sun balm on its own, you could use like a tinted powder or something over it. Um, but for me, what I have found works best is just to have a tinted sunscreen right off the bat. I think that looks a lot more natural. So what I'm doing is I'm adding about equal parts, I would say, of this sun balm with dew skin. And the sun balm, the nice thing about it too, is that it is SPF 40. So by combining the SPF 40 and the SPF 20 of the dew skin by Beauty Counter, I am probably getting at approximately 30, SPF 30, I would say. Now, of course, this is not scientific or anything, but... Um, generally, when you are mixing sunscreens, as long as you are mixing sunscreens that use the same type of ingredients, uh, meaning chemical versus physical, both, both of these sunscreens I'm talking about are physical sunscreens, as long as you mix the same type of ingredients, you will be okay. So I have to be honest here. Oh, the Dew Skin with the Sun Balm mixed together, honestly, it feels like a tinted facial oil that also has SPF. And I love it. And I think it looks so, so natural too. Um, so if I was you and you like the concept of a tinted um, sunscreen, I would advise getting a shade of dew skin that is a little bit darker than you need because yes as with physical sunscreens are um, if they're not tinted they are going to leave a little bit of a white cast so shade number four is just slightly dark for me so if i add that plus the sun balm which is a little bit whitening um, i can add both of those together and i get the perfect shade so Again, it feels just like a super luxurious, thick facial oil once it's applied. I think it sinks in so well, and the combination is just awesome. And again, though, I haven't tried it on its own. Um, I really have no intentions to just because that's not my preferred way to apply sunscreen. I just, I like that tint. It just makes it so much easier and it's one less step that I have to do in the morning. And as you know about me, <laughs> I am big into skincare and makeup. So if I can reduce a step, that is a big, big perk. So when I get back from the break, I have four more things to talk about. Some of them have to do with the kitchen, um, some of them have to do with a garden, um, and then our, there's also just some stuff in here that's just made my life a little bit more fun. All right, so the next thing that I want to talk about are DIY fire starters. It is November. We are getting into winter here any day now almost, and it is fire season. So these DIY fire starters are something that I found on Pinterest, and they're made out of two things which you definitely have lying around your home already. All you do 
is you take a toilet paper tube or a paper towel roll. You can cut it into sections that are, I don't know, two, three inches long. And then you just stuff them full of lint and that's it. And then you use them to light fires in your fireplace. We use some over the weekend and they do work very, very well. Um, but that's really all it is. Just two simple things that you already have around your house and it puts them to good use. So those fire starters are the third thing that I want to talk about today. And then the next one, this is something that just makes me very, very happy. Um, I bought this off Etsy and it is a dry erase menu board that sticks to my fridge. We have a stainless steel fridge and I am very, very particular about not putting anything on it. I don't want ma um, magnets to scratch the fridge or anything like that, but this menu board, it, it is made out of clear acrylic and it has labels for each day of the week and it comes with a dry erase marker and the magnets that attach it to the fridge are very very pretty they're very clean lines and I really like this thing um I am not a super big menu planner but recently I have wanted a place where I can at least jot down my ideas and this has proved to be very, very helpful. And it's also nice when, you know, my husband comes home from work and he can look at the board and he knows what's coming up. So I will link to that in the show notes. Um, but again, it is just a clear acrylic menu board and I got this off of Etsy. So it feels good to, um, to support a small business and who knows, maybe it would be a great Christmas present for someone. So the last two things are kind of more homestead related. The first one is my works leaf shredder. I talked about this in my goals for the month of November and I wanted to shred leaves and get them on the garden. I will say that with how the weather has been, I haven't done as much of that as I was hoping just because it has been too freaking cold <laughs> to do anything outside. Um, I'm hoping though this week actually it's going to be a little bit warmer and so I'm hoping that I will have time to get some more leaves shredded. But I have the Works Leaf Shredder and my dad found this at a garage sale so I did not pay full price for it and honestly it's missing some of the parts I think like it's not the full complete setup with the legs and everything um, but this is an electric leaf shredder and basically you just plug it into the wall set it on top of a trash can and turn it on and the inside of it is basically like a string uh, weed whacker trimmer and you just toss your leaves in there they fall into the um, into the trash can and then you can use them as mulch for the garden. I really, really love this thing. Um, I used it at the beginning of this month and also the end of October. And I will say it's a very, very messy job. <laughs> like you'll definitely wanna do this on a day that you are planning to wash your hair because it will make a mess. Um, you have leaf dust all over you. Um, I know that when I blew my nose, I have TMI, but after I blew my nose after doing this, I had like leaf dirt in my nose. So definitely do this on a day where you are planning to be dirty and to take a good shower after, but this works leaf shredder is really, really awesome. Um, if I were you and I was trying to buy one, I would search on Facebook marketplace or something like that first. Um, I know that when I was contemplating one, I found one on Facebook marketplace and I was very tempted to buy it, but then I waited, but I guess it was a you know, it was a good thing that I waited because then my dad told me that he had one. Um, so the Works brand leaf shredder 
is <clears throat> my, one of my favorites for the month of November. It has made the process of getting these leaves shredded so much easier and it does get them into nice tiny little pieces. That way they will decompose quickly and hopefully they will be good mulch for the garden coming um, spring and summer. And then the last thing that I want to mention today is another thing that I mentioned at the beginning of the month, another one of my goals for the month of November. I wanted to buy a meat grinder and I wanted to grind the venison from the deer that I took back in October. And so I did a lot of research on the meat grinder and I wanted one that was going to be pretty beefy. When we started this hunting process for it, um, we looked at Cabela's and we saw some meat grinders in person and all of them, the cheaper ones, they just seemed really, really chintzy and not like they were going to be anything better than the attachment we have for my KitchenAid mixer. Um, so I wanted something that actually seemed kind of like professional, high quality, heavy duty. And so I did some research on the internet and Weston brand is what kept coming up. And so Weston, they have their own website where they do sell the meat grinders. And so I looked around there and I finally decided on the Pro Series number eight meat grinder. And I think the numbers, they have a lot of different numbers of them. And I think it really just has to do with the horsepower and like the capacity that can hold all at once. Um, the number eight to me, it looked like a good middle of the road. It's not like it was too tiny, but it wasn't like super, super commercial size because obviously we're only doing one deer at a time. We would just like the process to go a little bit more smoothly. And so I ended up buying my meat grinder from a website that was called webrestaurantstore.com. They had it for $100 cheaper. And I mean, this definitely is an investment. This meat grinder, I think normal price retail, it's $500. And so I got it for just under four from webrestaurantstore.com. I will link that in the show notes as well. The man, my meat grinder, it shipped relatively quickly. And when it arrived, um, it was perfectly packaged. And oh my gosh, this meat grinder has been life-changing. <laughs> um, normally, my husband and I will tag team the meat grinding process, and it still takes a decent amount of time. But oh my goodness, I was doing the grinding on my own, and I couldn't keep up with it. It was moving so quickly, just flying right through the ground venison. It really didn't get stuck on anything. It was actually super easy to clean, way easier to clean than the KitchenAid attachment for the mixer. And I am pumped because this thing just worked so, so well and made the process so much easier. Now, if you are brand new into the world of hunting or brand new into the world of processing your own meat, I definitely don't think you have to go right into it and make the big investment of a meat grinder like this. Because um, as I've said before, we've been using our KitchenAid mixer attachment with I think which I think is like a hundred dollars we've used that for probably four years at least and it does the job it just goes a lot slower and it can tend to get stuck and it doesn't really I don't know it can tend to get stuck but if you're doing this just once a year the KitchenAid mixer attachment is probably just fine. But if you are wanting to get more into it like we are um where we are at least going to have two deer to grind this year, maybe even three, hopefully. Um, 
So if you want to get that much more into it and you really, really do like ground game meat, then this meat grinder is definitely going to make your life easier. Um, so uh, again, I will put a link to that in the show notes. It is the Weston number eight pro series. So those are my six favorites for the month of November. I'm just going to run through them again really quick. First, I talked about Pros Shampoo and Conditioner. This is a custom shampoo and conditioner company, and I am absolutely in love with the results that I have gotten and also how little product I have to use. I'll put my referral link in the show notes for you. I also am loving Super Goop Cloud 9 Sun Balm, which is an SPF 40 balm that I am mixing with my current tinted sunscreen favorite, which is Dew Skin by Beauty Counter. So I'll put a link to both of those in the show notes. I also talked about DIY fire starters, which are made out of just toilet paper tubes and lint collected from the dryer. I also mentioned the Etsy menu board or the menu board that I got off Etsy. Um, the brand or the company name of the girl on there. It's called Girl Friday and it's a beautiful clear acrylic menu board with the days of the week and I have it stuck to my fridge. I also talked about my works leaf shredder which has made shredding leaves so much easier for the garden and then my new beloved toy, my Weston number eight pro series meat grinder. Again, I did this process on my own. I started it, I don't know, mid-morning, and I was expecting to be done probably around 2 o'clock. I was done by noon, and I just enjoyed the process so much more. So links for all of those will be in the show notes. And next week, it'll be like the day before December when the podcast episode comes out. So I'll be talking about homestead updates and also my goals for the month of December. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Girly Homesteader podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you want to share more in my journey, follow me on Instagram at the Girly Homesteader.